Well, I've been driving a lot over the past few weeks. Have you found yourself driving a lot over the past few weeks back into to Christmas parties and holiday gatherings and white elephant gift swaps and staff Christmas? Do you have this, this experience that you drive a lot more during the month of December? Um, and what do you do when you ride in the car? I occasionally listen to podcasts in the car, but most of the time during this season of the year, I listen to the radio. Um, and I don't know, have you, have you ever just been in the car and you've heard a song come on and you just start singing it? And I, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't just mean humming along. I mean really singing it. Yeah, I mean, really, like, everybody, everything else disappears because you're at the red light and you were just rocking out to the song, right? You ever have that experience? You ever pull up beside somebody that's doing that? That's awesome, isn't it? Especially if you're listening to the same radio station and they're just going after it and you know what they're lip syncing to or air drumming to. I, I do that. I'll search the stations just to find out what they're listening to, bebopping up and, you know, you do what you have to do. Well, I have to admit to you that I'm one of those people... In fact, uh, my family is a family of those people who occasionally get caught up in a song. In fact, we sing in the car all the time. I sing, all the time. I sing in the car all the time. My girls sing in the car all the time. My wife sings in the car all the time, especially if Taylor Swift is on the radio. All right, there is something about Shake It Off that just gets us, and we're bebopping down the road, just cruising, can't stop, won't stop moving, because I just got this music deep inside saying, it's going to be, you know the song, right? Because the player's going to play, 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 come on, choir, and the hater's going to hate, 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 but I'm just going to shake, 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 you know the song, right? You can't help but sing along when that song is on the radio. Well, I'm going to say, I'm the father, uh, a father of girls, so occasionally I sing songs that would mortify my teenage self. I also know, I also know all the verses to let it go, but I will spare your ears any further. It's interesting how you can just get wrapped up in a song, isn't it? It's interesting how a song can sometimes just take over you and you can't help but sing out because of of what you're hearing and what you're experiencing in your life. You ever had a song that just profoundly, I mean, just profoundly impacts you, meets you right where you are in life and you can't help but sing because the song just captures the essence of the moment. Songs are powerful like that, aren't they? That's why if you watch TV, you'll notice that behind every show that you watch, especially dramas, there's music constantly playing in the background because music and song convey feeling and emotion that words and images sometimes can't express. There are songs that we all know that convey deep feeling and deep emotion. I can just sing a line and you would know them. I mean, I come to the garden alone. You know this song, don't you? I wouldn't have to sing very, more, very many more lines before you could be humming the tune in your mind. You might be humming the tune now. Or how about this? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You can hear that song playing in your mind, can't you? Those are songs that you can just get caught up in. 
Then there's all those Christmas songs. I mean, how can you not get caught up in Jingle Bells or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Frosty the Snowman? Those songs, they come so easily, so, so easily this time of year, don't they? But the song you heard read this morning, the song of Mary, sometimes called the Magnificat, it's a different kind of Christmas song, isn't it? It's a song that comes from the overflow of Mary's heart and what God is doing in her life and in the world. It's a song that's full of feeling, full of emotion, and full of power. And this beautiful piece of poetry, this beautiful song, it reminds us that that we may find ourselves, even this Christmas, in the midst of loneliness and depression, in the midst of poverty and despair, that God has not forgotten us and God has not forgotten abandoned us because it sure is easy to feel forgotten and alone this time of year for some of us this is our first year without a parent or a grandparent or it's our first year without a husband or or a wife or a friend or someone else who is important to us for some of us this is another christmas without a job This is another Christmas without a steady income or a way to see much, much beyond beyond the next few days. For some of us, this season brings back memories and ancient pains that we have buried deep down inside of ourselves. And because of the stuff that's back there in our past, we feel abandoned by our friends and lonely. Like we've been forgotten. Like we're living in silence. You ever feel like you're living in silence? Like you're waiting on God to speak? To say something? Anything? That would change your present situation? That would change the course of your life? That would remedy the situation that you found yourself in? You ever feel like you're living in silence, like you're just waiting on that moment when God will speak and things will turn out all right? That's exactly where the people of Israel were when the angel Gabriel whispered to Mary, good news, great joy. They'd been living in 400 years of silence from God. 400 years of waiting and longing for God to bring relief, for God to bring an end to their suffering, for God to reveal His plan for what the next phase of life might look like for them. And in the most inconspicuous of ways, God whispers His plan to Mary. He whispers good news of God's redemption working in her life and in the life of the world, a coming of a Savior. That coming means good news for us, that God has not forgotten, that God has not abandoned, that God has not left His people, but that God is coming to redeem every soul and to redeem every circumstance. The good news that Mary hears is news that at first she treasured up in her heart. Do you remember that, that section from just a few verses back in Luke 1 that, that Mary treasures all that she hears from the angel up in her heart? But there comes this moment when she can't 
hold it in anymore. And she just explodes with praise and explodes with thanks and explodes with joy for what God is doing and what God will do. That's what we have in the text you heard read this morning, Luke 1, 46 to 55, the Magnificat. It's the explosion of Mary's heart in song. You might ask, well, what kind of song is it anyways? Mary's song is a very particular type of song. It's a song of resistance. It's a song that's sung by those who've been broken by life and by its circumstances, but yet unwilling to turn their eyes from God. You get that sense in Mary's song, don't you? That life has, has sort of beaten her down, her and Joseph and her people. And here now, God is coming to make good on the promise that he made so long ago to Abraham and to David, the, the promise that the psalmist references in Psalm 89. This is a song of resistance and it's a song of hope and trust that God is at work rearranging and recreating the world in spite of our present sufferings and circumstances. This is a song that's voiced by the poor and the broken and the oppressed in every generation that God will intervene and is intervening in the world. I've got to ask you, do you believe that? Boy, it didn't sound like it. Do you believe that God is intervening and will intervene in our world? Good. Because the truth is that Mary's song is easy to forget amid the din of Taylor Swift and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman and Have a Holly Jolly Christmas and Grandma Got Runned Over by a Reindeer. You can forget Mary's song. You can lose Mary's song amid the twinkling of lights on trees and the for sale or the sale banners at the department stores. You can forget her song this time of year. And too often we have to admit that we have forgotten. The eruption of Mary's soul and praise to God. So I want to invite you. I want to invite you to hear the lyrics to a few of the carols that we sing during Christmas. Because not all have forgotten Mary's song. And perhaps you can hear echoes of her song in these verses as well. There's this great part of O Come, Come, Emmanuel. Where it says, O come thou rod of Jesse, free thine own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell thy people save and give them victory o'er the grave. Then in, come thou long expected Jesus, it says, come thou long expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us, let us find our rest in thee. And then perhaps most poignantly, from it came upon a midnight clear. You will hear these words, and you beneath life's crushing load, whose forms are bending low, who toil along the climbing way with painful steps and slow. Look now, for glad and golden hours come swiftly on the wing. O rest beside the weary road and hear the angels sing. Do you hear the echoes of Mary's song? There is one named Jesus 
who is coming to set his people free, to save us from hell and death, to liberate us from the crushing load of life. That sounds like Mary's song, doesn't it? That sounds like good news, like news we need to hear this Christmas, not the kind of news that we normally get at Christmas. Normally at Christmas, I get news like, hey, you got a new piece of electronics to play with, a new piece of technology. At Christmas, normally we hear about a new gadget or a new trinket or a new toy. But redemption, hope, cure, release, freedom, victory. That's what we really need, isn't it? Isn't that what we really need at Christmas? And not just for we who are gathered here, but for the whole world. Indeed, it would be a shame if only those of us gathered here in the warmth and security of this sanctuary received those gifts. Freedom. Release. No, this song, Mary's song, isn't just a song for us. This is a song for children living in fear in Pakistan. This song... Mary's song is a song for the poor who sleep on the streets of our city and every city. Mary's song is a song for the families of officers mourning their lost sons today. Mary's song is a song for parents of children, black, white, Hispanic, and otherwise whose lives have been lost tragically and too soon. Mary's song is a song for those who are suffering and living in fear, for the meek, for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the merciful, for the pure in heart, for the peacemakers, and for the persecuted. Mary's song is our song, but it's especially the song for those who've been beaten down and broken by life in this world. We need Mary's song at Christmas. Because it's a reminder that at Christmas we don't just sing about silent nights and sweet babies being born in a manger or bigger sails or even Rudolph or Santa Claus or presents wrapped beneath a tree. It's a reminder. Mary's song, it's a reminder that Christ has come to turn our world upside down to break the power of sin, to break the power of bondage, of oppression, of hunger, and of, part, and of poverty, that the world, not just us, but that the world might be free again. That's a song I want to hear played at Christmas. Amen.